We're back. Hello. Hi. Welcome back to But It's a Classic. Do we want to say it at the same time? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Okay. Welcome back to But, but It's, it's a, a Classic. I'm Ferdy. I'm Phoebe. I've watched every movie. And I've watched fucking none of them. We. we. We've done two fucks and three fucks. Four fucks. Stop. D- stop doing it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, quick, I, the one thing that, like, my parents are always saying is like, you guys swear so much. Yeah. I'm really sorry. My, my, weirdly, my mum listened to an episode with my grandma. Yeah, so with my dad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, you, yeah. Uh, your grandma, from the sound of things, is a bit more hardcore than mine. Um, they were counting how many times I say like, because I say oh, that a God. lot. Apparently. To be fair, like yeah. young people do that all the time. It's yeah. like slightly frustrating. I don't know if that's from Scooby Doo. Like Scoop. Like Scoop. Um, <laughs> We're back. Yeah. <laughs> We're off to a flying start. Already done yeah. Scooby-Doo. Parents, <laughs> swear words. Oh, should we get Joker out of the way? <laughs> I'm, I'm not used to talking on the podcast because it's been so long. So it's my brain is like time. slightly mushy. It's been mushy. a very long time. Um, hello. Welcome back. Hi. We're, welcome back to us as well. We've been away doing... Little things. Lots of things. Also, Lots of things. Um, I'm the reason I'm a bit like preoccupied is I'm taking off my rings because I realise that's going to be terrible foley because I'm very like I'm, I articulate with my hands. So right. I'm just put these on the floor. That, amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. I've got quite a few of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right back. Hello. Off to a flying start. Very we, we have a great time. Uh, two minutes in. Mm-hmm. It's uh, going well. Um, yeah, we've. Uh, we are midway through second semester yeah. of year two. <laughs> Already. Um, and it's our first episode back. I know. I'm very excited. It's I lovely like to be back. By summertime, we could potentially get our own kit so we could do a few yeah, episodes over the summer holidays. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be really cute. Um, but yeah, where have, we, where have we been? I mean, not to. T- Draw the focus all to Phoebe. Phoebe's been in hospital. <laughs> um, been in hospital. I'm, I'm not. Don't, it's not like major. Well, it, well it's well, quite major. Um, essentially, making pasta one evening um, <laughs> and the boiling pan of water splashed all over my thigh. Uh, so that was fun. Um, and I got secondary burns all over the top of my right thigh. Um, it's a four percent, uh, as in four percent of my body. Right. Uh, second degree, superficial scalding burn. Is the correct terminology Good for fucking it? Lord. Yeah, man. So, in A and E for twelve yeah. hours. Um, that's not a mark against the NHS. We love the NHS. Um, and to be fair, it was a Saturday night, so it was yeah. every single drunken person, mm. and also the storm was going on. Oh God! Yeah, the storm. Yeah. So there was storm. someone that came yeah. and had been hit by a lamppost, which oh. is I know right. Oh no! Pretty bad, and also was drunk. It was a quite whole lamppost. A whole. La- I think it was like the hell. sign from a lamppost. Oh okay, like, that's not so bad. Like off the head. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Comedy sound effect. Oh, it'd be so um, good if every comedic yeah. thing had like a sound effect to go along with it. A comedic. Th- it probably wasn't comedic for the guy. Like if 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 the pan went over me, it went ew. Yeah, no, I had a I had a a pseudo nightmare while you were in hospital. Oh God. Um no, I told you about this. Um I had a pseudo nightmare uh when Phoebe was in hospital about doing the podcast where Phoebe was trying to convince me to do an episode of the podcast from A and E and I had to convince you that it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> I think it'd be hilarious. Um I also had a podcast dream last night where a load of people showed up to the screening um 
not thinking that it was part of a podcast and so we didn't get a chance to record the first half oh God. we just watched the film and then had to do both halves at the end it's really <laughs> not that interesting a dream no. but it was scary to me sometimes the most know. mundane dreams <clears throat> are the scariest yeah however my dream mm. last night was about a weird figure that when you turned around it got closer to you kind of like weeping angels from doctor who I know you uh, haven't watched Doctor Who. Have you? No, I, I, have you? No, I have. Yeah, I know the Weeping Angels. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of, I mean, it was kind of like that. That was, I think, in our first episode, we were talking about Doctor Who. We were really. Yeah, we were oh. talking about how much I know about Doctor Who, despite not having yes. watched it much. Sorry. That's um, a that's a weird throwback. That's yeah. kind of cool. I forgot we talked um, about. That. I do specifically yeah. remember the conversation now. Yeah. About that's wild. you talking about that one mm. planet. Uh, Rexacorica Phalopatorius, baby. That's the one. Um, speaking of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. uh, the person who was very supportive of our mentions of Doctor Who and brought up a bunch of new references oh. was uh, the lovely David Butler. The man, the myth, the legend. The man, the myth, the legend, who has been instrumental in uh, telling everybody else to not go into our lecture theatre. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't think anybody else was trying to at this time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he's been uh, very nice at oh. facilitating all of the uh, bits and bobs that we need wow. to make the podcast happen. So thank you very much, David. Thank you so much. David. It's very uh, helpful. Couldn't do it without you. Also, thank you to Tom yes, from Equipment Hire as well, because uh, um, that's very helpful as yes, well. Yes, yeah. Uh, very nice people helping us with the podcast, uh, and we appreciate you a lot. Um yeah, so I, I've not really been doing anything as interesting as, as Phoebe has. Um, I have been in a show. It's the second consecutive show yeah, where I've been an abuser. Blo- uh, yeah. which Bloody good, though. <laughs> yeah. Franklin. Yeah. I, yeah, no, it was fun. It's um, I just would really like to do one where I don't scream at women. I mean, clearly I do that you're getting in my, Yeah, I do that enough in my real life. That, like, with your world's greatest yeah. dad cat. <laughs> I'm wearing that again. I'm busting that out. Yeah, it's it's one of those do what you love and the money will come kind of things. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> being being rude spoken to like a oppressed true, groups. Spoken like a true Hollywood male actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It was great well, though. Oh, Terrifying to watch. Yeah. Um, that was fun. There's a there's a um, section in the play Franklin that you mm. were in where. Um, it's mainly red LED lights for the majority of the play. Yes. And then yeah. the lights turn on at one point, and I've never felt more blinded in my life. <laughs> yeah. Because all of them yeah. turn on, and I think everyone in the audience just went, oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> everyone in the cast was squinting. Oh, as well. I can it was imagine, awful. yeah. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Speaking of David Butler, oh, yeah. he, uh, you and he had a little, little, little conversation yeah, about what so film we were going to do for our first one back. It was actually still in first semester. Oh, really? Um, yes, yeah. because it was for one of my modules, uh, Score is Born. Oh, uh, yeah. About the, we had to make audio projects where we yeah. remixed um, a scene from a movie to different music, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, I was getting kind of meeting with him, going over my project, mm. and he let me the podcast, and we were talking about some films back and forth. I'm into old Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, so is he. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> and uh, he was like, oh, have you ever seen Singing in the Rain? Mm. And I said, most definitely not. I don't know yeah. for a fact, but I highly doubt I, it. I have not. Um, I think we've mentioned it on the podcast, actually. Yes, we have, Singing because it's one of your major comfort movies, isn't it's it? It's probably in my top three favourite yeah. films ever. Damn. 
Uh, I adore it. So got a big old poster in your room. I do indeed. Massive fuck off poster. Mm -hmm. It's It's a vintage poster, actually. Is it? I'm pretty sure it's one of the original posters from like when they were screening, or maybe it was like a re-release from the seventies or something like that. But it's a lovely, lovely film poster. Thank you, mum and dad, for that Christmas (laughs) present. Um, But no, uh, yeah, David was instrumental in uh, you know sowing the seed of the idea to yes. do the, um singing in the rain is the first episode back <laughs> yeah and i guess you know eight days in hospital for me yeah i need I a bit we, of comfort yeah we can do a comfort watch yeah. i think for the first one <clears throat> excuse me um yeah so i know very little about singing in the rain actually oh. i know a lot of funnily enough I don't know a lot about the movie that I haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, Shock figures. Horror. Um, yeah, I I know a few of the songs. Mm-hmm. I know, uh, what's that one? Good morning, good morning. Yeah, Is that from... it's called Good Morning. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, <laughs> surely not. <laughs> sure, she's making it up. Okay, what more um, like? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I know that one. Uh, not least because uh, when I went through my family guy phase as a 14-year-old, um, there is an episode in which uh, Joe Swanson uh, gets the movement of his legs back and forces <laughs> Peter Quagmire and Cleveland yeah. to perform a rendition of one of the Singing in the Rain songs. It, I think it's Good Morning. I, I'm not I, sure. I, I don't know either. It's been mm. a very long time since I've enjoyed Family Guy. My Family Guy knowledge is very limited. I was more of yeah. a South Park girl. I, I lost... I, I lost touch with South Park That's quite fair. quickly, I think. Um, I I don't know. I How's it doing now? Oh, oh God, I don't watch it now. Oh, right, um, okay. I probably, the most recent episode I've watched of South Park was, they did an episode about uh, YouTube gaming uh, a while back. And they had oh, wasn't Pe- PewDiePie yeah, in it? PewDiePie yeah, PewDiePie was in yeah, it. Yeah. Um, the reason <laughs> I remember that weird. is because being a young 14-year-old, probably mm. 15, and what's still watching PewDiePie, I'm yeah. sorry, by the way, to everyone, I'm sorry. Um, uh, he was like, oh, I'm an episode of South Park. So that's and for probably- you, that was two worlds colliding. <laughs> my, my brain was imploding. Yeah. Like yeah. Little, little teenage Phoebe with her Paul McCartney yeah. um, bowl cut. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dark times. Um, like, just the, you know, it was the best thing. It yeah. was my version like of Infinity War. Like a little Victorian uh, chimney sweep. Like worse, little, I would say. Oh no. More, I mean, it was worse than a little Victorian chimney sweep. I mean, it was essentially just a Beatles haircut, you know, 1960s, 70s Beatle, big like bread, bread. Oh no. Bready bowl thing. Yeah. It was Oof. nice, but it bowl. grew out very quickly. Yeah. Um, mm. Well, just, we're 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 very happy that you got better. You uh, my hair recovered. I'm <laughs> both, but I'm very glad you recovered from that phase of your yeah. life because that seemed like a very dark time. Mm-hmm. And then I went for an Elvis Presley quiff, equally no, as traumatizing. Surely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I've told you this. I don't think you have. It was. Um, I used to go into school every day with a fully gelled back Elvis Presley grease lightning Danny the, Zuko. The duck ass. Like straight, That's, straight up. That is insane. Yeah, man. Um, that was all through GCSE uh, era, and then I kind of stopped doing it because it got too much hassle, and my hair was falling out. Um, you were a greaser. You were a greaser <laughs> yeah. doing your GCSEs. Yeah, like it was like gel, I, gel back at the sides. Sorry, going audience, down, you can't see the expression that I am doing at Phoebe. It's a mix of deep. I mean, like I'm... intense confusion, 
disappointment and awe. I mean, I know this will mean nothing for, like, the audience because they can't see, but I will find a photo and, right. like, do your, no. My, like, my comedic reaction. Your, your fine yeah. bros kids react <laughs> reaction to it. Dicks react. Dicks react. Ugh, I hate them. Um, it'll be here somewhere. Dicks or the fine bros? What's the difference? I find it when it was in its heyday. Oh um, my god! Okay. It, it, she went through phases of it. It was, you know what? I wouldn't go back to it, but I do stand by it being a mighty impressive feat of gravity. <laughs> Architectural um, engineering. Oh, literally. Yeah. Uh, that's a good photo. Apologies for the posing. You know, I had like one way of posing. Oh dear. Here we go. I, I can't find it. Um. <laughs> yeah, there you Here go. Here it comes. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm showing Fodio Photo. You look phone. like um you look like the end of a pencil. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the comment you thought I'd make, was I it? I would have I would have um, been so offended when I was younger. That's that's the photo. I actually <sighs> That's actually quite a good look on you. Really? That's the that's the really sad thing. It's not like the complete kind of pompadour look no. that I thought it was going to be. Because I think a pompadour look would have been too much. Oh, I know, uh, it fluctuates. That's another photo. Yeah, okay. That's a pomp. Okay, all right. It looks like midway through drying your hair, you slipped and put a fork into a plug socket. Thanks. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> I, it, it, it gave me big Jedward vibes. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty Jeffic. It was quite Jeffic. It was quite Jeffic. Um, you seen that TikTok of Gemma Collins and uh, Jedward? Oh no! They're just they're just dancing, and like she's in oh, the middle, okay. and they're like holding holding her, and they're just having a little dance. <laughs> they're and holding sing. her. Yeah, they're like they've got two arms around each side oh, okay. of her waist on either side. That's crazy. It looks like she's got two twin sons, <laughs> two nephews. She, yeah, two nephews, and she's the wine aunt. <laughs> it's a great video. That's fucking I'll fantastic. Dig it up at some point. Um, God, singing in the rain. Yeah, singing in the rain. Lovely um, movie. <laughs> Yes, so when you say you don't know much mm. about it, yeah. you know, you said that you knew Morning, obviously. Uh, I know, so, yeah, I know Singing Anything in the Rain. Else? Uh, I, I don't think I do. I, I like, obviously, I know the bits of it that have been spoofed because it's yeah. a very influential thing. Like Austin Powers, I think, one of the Austin Powers movies starts with um, Austin Powers on a Hollywood set and he does like a Singing in the Rain homage. Oh, was it? Um, is it, is it am I making that up? Dance, that yeah, one. maybe. I don't know. He uh, like, you know, the street with uh, artificial rain coming down, where someone swings on a lamppost. That's the singing in the right number. Yeah. Okay. I I feel like that might have been it. I also haven't seen Austin Powers in a very long time. Was it might be uh, the second one? There's a bit. Know. There's a bit where um, in in the singing in the rain that I feel like they right. might parody in Austin Powers because I haven't seen this films in ages. Right. Um, where like you have people being stationary posing on a kind of conveyor belt as they're going by, so it makes the illusion that it's like waxworks passing by as someone's walking. Do they do that at Austin Powers at all? I I don't know off the top of my head. Okay, I we I I don't think I anticipate this any time we do uh, a podcast, but I never anticipate us talking about stuff like Austin Powers when we're meant to be talking about singing in the rain. I never, like, make those connections ahead of time. It's the second time we've brought up Austin Powers uh, in an episode. Is it? Yeah, because we, oh. when we did Wayne's World, we were talking oh, about we did, yeah, okay, well, yeah, you, you have to. Yeah, have you to. Gotta. Yeah, gotta. Um, yeah, so I know very little about um, singing in the rain. Mm -hmm. I, 
I've never really understood musical films. Okay. I understand musical theatre, mm-hmm. uh, and quite uh, fortuitously, uh, we have just come off of seeing uh, Company yes. with the Musical Theatre Society, it was fantastic. Uh, which was great. I was sat next to the reviewer who was making notes about it the whole really? time. Yeah. Oh my uh, most of them were quite positive, right. which is good. Um, I, I think the reviewer themselves is a bit of a hard ass. Um, so they were quite kind of brusque. I mean, uh, sort of. they should give it like five stars for Rosa's part alone. Yes, um, our friend Rosa does. Wasn't it the, the fastest musical theatre song ever yeah, at one point? Yeah, it's the uh, Not Getting Married. Yeah, Not Getting one, Married today. I can't even do that. Not, I can't even do that. No, not offbeat <clears throat> at all. Kept the pace yeah, going. It's incredible. Acting all the way through it mm. as well, which is bloody <clears throat> phenomenal. Um, yeah. Amazing job. Well done, yeah. Rosa. Clap, and clap, clap. Do it every night for best part of a week. Oh my god, yeah. Four, four days? Yeah, four days. They were going to do um, five. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, Madness. Yeah. Um, no, I saw it opening night. You saw it last night? I saw was it last it? night. Yeah, yeah, last night. Um, not to date this episode, but. No. Um, anyway, yes, so I, musical theatre, not really my uh, go-to mm-hmm. type of thing, um, but they're fun, fun. you know, they're, they're a laugh, yeah. they're a little giggle. Um, I have done a couple of musicals in my time, oh, yeah. I wasn't very good at them, oh. because I can't, I, I'm notoriously mal coordinated, and I can't dance to save my life. You've got two left feet. Yeah, I've got to, I've I've got no feet. Oh, essentially, that's but, not fun. Is that's it? no, it's not. Uh, it's you know, it, but it's that kind of level. Mm. Um, I can kind of. <clears throat> I don't know why I'm clearing my throat so much today. No worries. Um, I can kind of keep a tune. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can do acting, okay. But anyway, musical <laughs> theatre okay. is uh, yeah. Subpar. <laughs> well, I, musical theatre acting is very different to uh, regular acting. <clears throat> yeah, so I don't know a massive amount about the musical sphere, and musical movies is so far out there mm-hmm. that I have no idea. I have been, due to the groups of people that I'm friends with, I have been. Uh, Stoned near to death oh. uh, for not. <laughs> no, no, I meant the the torture. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, I, I, yeah, I got, yeah definitely for, not meaning anything else. for not having seen High School Musical. <laughs> yeah, that's on the list. It, it, it is on the list. Uh, so stop asking us about it. We we'll know. It. We'll we it. know. We'll get around to Cats as well. We promise. <laughs> Maybe that'll be like our. Uh, yeah. I don't know. God knows End of the world party. Like, yeah. yeah. That'll be the, the final episode. <laughs> the final. <laughs> Us on our deathbeds oh God, in imagine? the hospital. Yeah. Because um, that's how long the podcast is going to go on. Oh, completely. There's that many movies. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. So, I don't know many musical films. Obviously, La La Land was Ugh. a recent one. I don't know that much about that. Mm, you're not missing um, much. But... No offence. Oh, okay. Oh, I've no. seen the opening number and I thought it was fun. It's not. But... It's not. Oh, it's not. Okay. Well, right, no, I yeah. mean, sorry. I don't want to yes, like... I'll, I'll change my no, opinion. No, sorry. Um, I don't want to like gatekeep <laughs> opinions. I, I just have a yeah. lot of mixed feelings about La La Land. Mm. It, it doesn't do what I like from movie musicals. It's actually mm. something that I don't want to like date this in terms of my own academic progression, but I am considering doing movie, movie musicals as a dissertation topic. Ooh. Um, and that's kind interesting. Of the economic and social factors that influence Ooh, their success rates. That's fucking fascinating. Yeah, so Singing nice. in the Rain is a great example because yeah. it's 
the golden age Technicolor musical, Hollywood musical era. Yeah. Um, that kind of, really, to be fair, really started with the invention of talkies and yeah. carried on all the way through. You know, think about, God, Singing in the Rain, Sound of Music, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. My Fair Lady. It, it's all mm-hmm. of, it's big, big boys. Actually, to be yeah. fair, My Fair Lady's a bit later on. Um, what's another one? Oklahoma, Calamity Jane, things like that. Like, it, I find them fascinating. Yeah. And I find it fascinating yeah. that people enjoy going to the movies to see. <laughs> I cannot fathom people enjoying watching these films. They're awful, they're terrible, and I hate them. Don't get me started, because that is a lot of the conversations that you have with people in modules that do film. Oh, really? And they're like, I don't like films, just yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 very interesting because we've kind of moved away from that style of mm-hmm. movie completely. Everyone's very focused on either doing slapstick, fast, farcical comedy, mm-hmm. a la Adam Sandler, uh, Melissa McCarthy, yeah. kind of, um, or the very gritty, grounded. Uh, you know, we've been like the the Robert Pattinson Batman. We watched that recently. I'm not, I'm not they, getting into it. We're not, we're, no, no, we're not getting into it. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was focused on being kind of quite grim and dark and, mm. you know, not campy. Um, and I think there is very much something to be said for old, campy musical films. Definitely. Because I've, I've definitely seen Sound of Music mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Um, and I remember uh, as a, a child... Um, being told that certain things were for girls and certain things were for boys. I see. I never admitted to uh, considering Sound of Music to be a sort of comfort watch. Yeah. Um, not that I ever got the opportunity to because I didn't own anything for myself because I was a shitty child and children in my mind are second class citizens and don't deserve rights. Yeah, I agree. Um, for, for legal reasons, that's a joke. Uh, um, it's not a joke. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. Uh, it's yeah, a joke. Normally it's you who goes, irony, irony, irony. Uh, and I'm the one who stands by it. But no, I... I Taking a back seat. <laughs> I have a personal opinion that I uh, dislike children. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think they're underrated these yes. kinds of movies I, but I don't really have enough experience with them mm, to back that up I also don't think people know how to make movie musicals anymore um, in, mm. maybe I'm just a traditionalist yeah. but I would say that of the musicals that I've seen recently movie musicals right. they, they don't have I don't really know how to describe it there's this kind of manufacturedness to them yeah. and this kind of sterile okay. feeling to a lot of them I yeah. bring up the example of maybe The Greatest Showman have you seen that? Yeah, uh, no, I've not seen it, but I I think I know what you mean. It's very flat. It's, yeah, it's kind of designed to sell tickets yeah. sort of thing. And I would say that comes yeah. from not necessarily being a stage work originally. Right, um, okay. Obviously... Was Singing in the Rain a stage work? Ooh. Um, I actually, I think it might have been movie then stage work, which is quite right. interesting, actually. Because okay. yeah. um, a lot of the song, like the song Singing in the Rain was a song before right. the movie yes. Singing in the Rain. It yes, was yes, actually, yes. I'm pretty sure there's a Buster Keaton uh, early talkie sketch where they're like on a boat and the boat yeah. collapses in the middle of the sea and they sing I'm Singing in the Rain, which is really fascinating. And that, was it raining? Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, right, yeah. okay. Well, like they we were, go. like, raining at sea, uh, like, shipwrecked, okay, something like that. Because I, I was going to say, if they're on a sinking ship and they're talking about singing in the rain, that's not relevant, really, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, I Unless, know. like, the sea's, like, spraying yeah. up, maybe. Um, they all had umbrellas. 
<laughs> Just in case you wanted to know. <laughs> okay, yeah, thank you. I'll I'll bear that in mind. Um, yeah, no, I, I completely get what you mean. It's the kind of... Like, because there is a lot of hard work that goes into stuff like Greater Showman mm-hmm. and a lot of the songs are oh, really well put together. But there's not the kind of, like, joy no. of it. We, and it's, I, I, certainly with Sound of Music, maybe with Singing in the Rain, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is that uh, joyousness of making a musical movie yeah. to make people happy rather than to get their money. And what's fascinating you know? is that with, I mean, specifically with Singing in the Rain, um, yeah. Gene Kelly, who is the lead role and also uh, is director, and choreographer like it, this yeah. was his like passion project this was his baby really this one yeah wow. god it's like he, he put his heart and soul into it um he's not he is a musical theater act i mean not a musical theater actor a movie musical actor right like okay. before this he did like uh, american in paris and stuff like that mm. he, he's in at the time he was known for his amazing voice and amazing dancing yeah. abilities i would say with movie musicals nowadays you're more often than not going to just get celebrities yeah, that are able to yeah, sing, like yeah, Ryan yeah. Gosling, Emma Stone, in uh, to a lesser extent La La Hugh Jackman. I mean, no, well, Hugh Jackman was a stage act- was a musical theatre actor. Was he? Yes, before because he I've heard people slating Greatest Showman for him not being a very good singer. Well, I mean, he's older. There's a right. lot of auto tune okay. on his voice. Okay. okay. If you hear him, I think his first big break, I mean, he was an Australian uh, yeah. musical theatre actor on stage first. I think the first thing he did was Oklahoma, which he was very good in. He also was um, Gaston in Beauty and the Beast on stage. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Um, he I, does seem like the type, to be fair. I have a lot of respect for Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I adore that man. Um, Huge Ackman. Huge Ackman. Yeah. He um, seems like a very nice man. I do agree, though, that he... I think he also directed The Greatest Showman. Did he? I think. Or maybe he that's created a, it. I've never understood people acting in things that they're also directing. Yeah. Like, I can understand the desire to to have better creative control over your project. But yes. after a point, just, like, grow up. Mm. You know, grow up, let someone else have a go. It's not all about you. He didn't direct it. He didn't direct it. I assume no. he's a producer on it, though. Yeah, I, I know yeah. that he had a lot to do with it because when, you know, when he was hyping it up in interviews and stuff, he was like, oh, I've put my life's work into this film, blah, blah, blah. That's a good Australian accent. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm known for my accents, actually. Um, I'm actually yeah. doing an American accent right now, but you just can't tell because it's so subtle. It is, it is very subtle, very extremely subtle. subtle. And this is my Irish accent. Very also oh subtle. Oh, my God. I know. It's like a, a completely different person. I know. get me on the cast of Dairy but- Girls, let's go. <laughs> Oh but boy! Back yeah. to back to singing in the rain. Yeah, I'll do like a little plot summary because I've noticed that sometimes mm. we talk about films on the show. Well, clearly, um, mm. we we talk about the film that we're about to watch. We don't necessarily give like a plot summary for anyone yeah. that hasn't watched it. Or maybe we should do that after we watch it. Yeah, because I I personally don't want it spoiled. Oh, of course, you want to go into yeah. it completely. I blind. want to go into it completely blind. Fine. Um, yeah, because I I. Yeah, I, I'm very, like, what am I trying to say? <laughs> I'm not very good with spoilers mm-hmm. in that I will constantly be, be thinking, about, thinking about them. Oh, sure, yeah. I went to see um, X at the oh, cinema yes. recently yeah. with the horror film uh, module People, 
Um, so they they do have names, but uh, I'll just like collectivize them. Sorry, what was that? I, I just got really upset that I couldn't get onto that module. Oh. I got oversubscribed oh, to oh, immediately. No, and yeah. I was like, oh, it's so yeah, bad. I literally was sat in my room staring at my computer screen waiting for the module selection mm-hmm. to open. I yeah. did it immediately. Um, but yeah, I went to CEX at the cinema and constantly I was sat there just like in my head predicting what was about to happen yeah. and I had about like a 60-40% success rate. <laughs> uh, I think it's easier with rather formulaic horror films. Because mm, um, I've heard this one's like, a bit kind of different. So it's like subjects the norms a little bit. Uh, subverts. subverts. Um, yeah, sorry Phoebe, you're wrong. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a little bit subversive, but like once you kind of get into the mindset of what the tone is mm. um, and what norms they do subvert, what norms they don't subvert, you can kind of tell what they're going to do. Yeah, that makes and sense. When. And I think it's easier in stuff like a slasher. Uh, sure. For context, X is a slasher. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about a bunch of porn stars in a uh, an abandoned farmhouse who get murdled by some old folks um, and it's it is actually a very enjoyable film um kid cuddy's in it and he has an enormous wang oh he well, plays one of those wang? Like, uh you see the silhouette of it he plays wow. a so it's not really his uh, wang. a 1970 well maybe normally they get stunt doubles specifically for wangs which well, i find quite funny but well listen to this oh. um he plays this um very kind of 70s, 80s, Afro with sideburns, porn star. Hell yeah. Called, uh, called Jackson. Um, and at one point he opens the door to the farmhouse naked. Um, and uh, you see, like, from his shoulders up is, mm-hmm. like, in light. But the rest of him is uh, silhouetted. Mm-hmm. And you see this, like, foot-long Jesus. wang swaying in the breeze. <laughs> it's really funny. Um <laughs> I like how yeah, we've just decided yeah. the term wang is going to be used now, which I think I, really I, I think we need to, like, bring it back. I, I feel like <laughs> it doesn't get used enough. Bring back the wang. Because, like, yeah, it's it's a funny word. Justice for the wang. Justice for the wang. Justice for yeah. the wang. Yeah, doesn't get enough Can we use badonkas for boobs? <laughs> Bazongas. But no, badonkas. Badonkas, yeah. Badonka. I, I think we can, yeah. Like, any kind of three-syllable ba-bum-bum. Ba-bum-bum. Ba-bum-bum, yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyway, uh, my like with spoilers, I am very. Uh, I'll be working on them in my head. Okay. Um, I don't think singing in the rain is something that's going to have like major no, twists I don't think so and either. turns I don't and think perils. So either, but, um, it's very funny, <clears throat> which is great. It's a funny yeah. musical, and I yes, have a feeling I so. if I can predict, I think you'll absolutely love the character mm. of Cosmo. Cosmo, um, okay. who's like the the best the, the best friend of Gene Third Kelly's. Third wheel, the th- yeah, kinda. Um, yeah, it's it's great cast like Gene Kelly, Debbie Reynolds, and Donald O'Connor, who's playing Cosmo. Right. Um, do you know who Debbie Reynolds is the mother of? Ryan Reynolds. No, oh. uh, not same surname. Oh, I'm just oh, wondering okay. if you knew. Uh, no, I don't. Carrie Fisher. Really? Yeah, she's the mother. She's insane. Carrie Fisher's mum. That's so wild to me that. Like so many movie people are linked together, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, like because I, you know, the Cohen brothers. Yes, they're each other's brothers. I'm detecting sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, <it was> sarcasm. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. For all the for all the listeners at home, uh, there will be a brief silence there while Phoebe makes confused faces at me, not knowing well, if I'm taking. Listen, the or you're not. such a great actor that sometimes <laughs> my little my puny 
non-acting oh. brain sometimes <laughs> gets a little bit. I can act, but you know. yeah, you, you um, can you can very much act. Um, that's a weird way of phrasing it. Um, very much. I act. think we should watch the movie. Yes, I think that's a I'm good really idea. Excited. I'm very excited as well. It's going to be a fun time. Mm-hmm. And we're going to enjoy it. And I would like a rundown of each song and... Each race. song? There, there aren't actually that many. Okay, um, right. I would like a rundown of what you think of each song. Okay. Because this is a very near and dear film to my heart. So Excellent. I will be just talking a lot about it. And I apologise for doing every other line because I have it memorised. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Right. Let's go watch a movie. Let's go, baby. Let's go. So we're back. We're back. I'm gonna hand over to you for yeah. this one. It was a it was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. It was a fun movie. It's yeah. Um it was really sweet and actually a lot funnier than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. It was actually very funny. Definitely. Um, it's more of a comedy than anything. Yeah. Else. Some of it intentional, some of it not. Yeah. Uh, there was a shot uh, where I actually had to go back and rewind it so I could point it out to Phoebe. Uh, where in a crowd shot there's a man who has his eyebrows raised Mm -hmm. um, and his forehead's all wrinkled and then he relaxes it and his entire scalp shifts back like three inches. Um, I found that very funny. I've noticed we've got very different styles of watching movies (laughs) wherein I will be watching Gene Kelly doing a dance routine to to the song Singing the Rain and admiring his amazing footwork whilst Ferdy pauses the film to say... Is that a pharmacy sign spelt with an F? It looked like it was spelt with an F. And I was like, Leave Fanny, mate, <laughs> you're pausing <laughs> one of the most iconic scenes in Hollywood cinema yeah, well, history. No, I, I very much appreciate the scene. It's a great scene. But I, I can't not notice little details but pharmacy like with that. An F you know? was really yeah. fucking you up. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because it's like, why the fuck is... It spelt like that. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> um, no, it was a really sweet film. Um, I felt bad for Cosmo. I like. I know yeah. that he's kind of uh, a Chad who does his own thing, and like doesn't need anybody else. Um, but he's a he's know, a side yeah. man. He's yeah. He's yeah. a side. He's a side guy. I, I always feel bad for the third wheel. Mm. You know. Um, oh yeah, we said we were going to do a little plot summary. Uh, oh yes. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that. Okay. So singing in the rain is set in, I want to say, 1929. Mm-hmm. Um, and just before the kind of beginning... Maybe it's not 1929. Anyway, in the 20s, yep. in the height of black and white uh, silent pictures. Yep. And Gene Kelly plays Don Lockwood, who is the uh, probably one of the highest-paid, famous <laughs> silent actors of his generation. Yeah. And essentially, uh, it's about him trying to come to terms with the creation and uh, popularity, rising popularity of mm-hmm. talkies uh, mm-hmm. in the wake of the jazz singer, which was the first ever talkie yeah. um, and did do very su- um, was very successful. And him deciding to make a musical out of yeah. his silent film that he turns into a yeah. talkie and falls in love along the way. It's a yeah. lovely film. I love um, it. Yeah, and the aesthetics of it were fucking gorgeous. Uh, you were saying about... Um, how it's very interesting watching 1950s do 1920s oh, fashion. Yeah. I thought that was a 
really good point because everything is so fucking colourful and loud and overwhelming because the novelty of Technicolor I don't think had worn off by that point oh god no it didn't wore off until like yeah I mean god there was um, you know Suspiria yeah yeah we we watched that recently for horror film it's really good so the original is using Technicolor Um, and that's um, when was it 70s maybe yeah well exactly so I mean like very out technical being very outdated by the mm. 70s but italian studios still using yeah, technicolor yeah, yeah. which mm. i found fascinating yeah. i adore technicolor it is yeah it's in got every a very single specific film. look to it i need every really film pretty. in technicolor <laughs> so good no it's a it's a really gorgeous film um really funny really like it is incredible to me that the actors were wearing tap shoes for the entire film because they would just break into tap routines and always, always you would hear the taps. I feel like they might have it's, swapped out in yeah, between Yeah, no, scenes. I was I was joking, but... Um, oh, I can't yeah. tell, mate. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we both, I think, kind of hit the wall in terms of energy midway through the movie. Yeah, it got to <laughs> like... making shitty jokes. It got to Broadway Melody. Yeah. I'm near the God of Dance bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, I was, I was running on empty at that point. Yeah. I adore this film, um, but... Sometimes it's a Saturday midday, yeah. and Phoebe's normally used to waking That's up at twelve. That's what the hangover club is. As That's what the hangover club is. Not even hangover, just chatter. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know? Socially hang- hungover. Yeah. Sorry, think. that doesn't probably make for very interesting audio. <laughs> just us complaining about how tired we are, whilst talking about singing on their own. But oh, um, no, I think right. I don't know why this movie mm. stood out to me so much as a kid. Mm. I think I'm quite a visual person, and I think the fact that it was so bright. Yeah. really helps in that regard yeah. but also I don't know it was like my little movie you don't you don't really hear many people talking about singing in their own when they bring up musicals yeah you know and also when you're a child mm. you know you don't that's not like the one that they talk you talk about the fucking I don't know Power Rangers movie yeah. or some shit I, I don't know I mean once again Phoebe's gonna bring up her parents influence but genuinely probably wouldn't yeah. have watched it unless I watched like those musicals when I was younger it's interesting mm. that this one stood out to me the most because you know, I watched Mary Poppins, I watched The Sound of Music, right. I watched uh, Oklahoma, Annie Get Your Gun, Calamity mm. Jane, things like that. But this one specifically stood out to me, and I still don't really know why, but mm. I I like it anyway. I always find it fascinating that this is one of my favourite films, and it's about the film industry. Yeah, it is. Doing and I, I didn't realise that it would be so in-depth mm. and detailed about... The film industry. I had yeah. no idea. The whole plot. Yeah, yeah I thought it was just going to be campy rom-com, but mm. no. Did you think it was just going to be like a by-the-books yeah. love story kind of yeah, thing? Because the, lo- the love element kind of takes a backseat yeah. through the majority of it. Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot more kind of... I don't know, there's not grit, but there's more sort of... There's more to it than mm. man meets woman. They fall in love. Well, in a 50s movie, woman falls in love with man. Man is slightly not great to woman, but that doesn't. I would make say a he definitely falls in love with her before. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I'm just saying in general oh, with like you know Humphrey Bogart being his one character trait being like catty and insulting women a little bit, mm. and then uh, them still falling for him. Wow, we're gonna um, you're gonna love it when we get around to seeing the screwball comedies. You're gonna fucking hate <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Um, yeah, no, I I I really liked it actually. There was a lot of um, there were a lot of very likable characters mm. in there. Um, there were some people in blackface. Yeah. In just like out of nowhere, 
um, and they're not really brought up or referenced, which I is mean, good. I they wouldn't be. No, that's, I, I hope not. Um, but, you know, product of its time, I suppose. I, I guess. I think we've, you've brought this up before when yeah. we were doing It's Wonderful Life and how that Oh, had, yeah. You know, like a, a mammy character, yeah. essentially. Um, yeah. it, it's one of those ones where it... Because a, a lot of my favourite films come from this era or around yeah. this time, it's really difficult to appreciate them whilst also yeah. being completely blind to its outdatedness. Mm. So yeah. I feel like I feel like I've listened back to the audio for some of our episodes, especially this, um, the It's Wonderful Life one. Mm. And I worry that I come across <clears> as being someone that's like, eh, who cares? Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Because I'm, I'm not. No, of course. But yeah. it, it gets to a point where you kind of mm. just have to go, yeah. You have to accept well, it for what it is. Yeah, that's and life, do you baby. know what? I, I was about to say in uh, Sound of Music, not Sound, what, what am I fucking talking about? In Singing in the Rain, um, the scene where the people in blackface are present, um, it's not really, as I say, it's not really referred to, no. it's not really mentioned, they're not, like, seen as being really funny, it is just they are there, yeah, you for- know, filming another film. And, mm-hmm. like, that's true. That's mm-hmm. what happened yeah. at, in the 20s. People filmed films with people in blackface yeah, and exactly. like I I think that is the best it can possibly be mm. you know uh, well not the best it can possibly be like the best it could possibly be would be you know saying that blackface is shitty yeah. and not a good thing to do um, but I think the matter of fact just a statement that you know, this is what people did mm. is fine because that is what people did. Yeah. Um, they thought it was fine. The film doesn't make a statement on whether it's right or wrong. It doesn't mm. glorify it mm. as, you know, the pinnacle of comedy or as being universally beloved by all black audiences. Yeah. Like, I think it's, I think it's fine. Yeah. I um, think it's, pop- it just always in this day and age catches you by surprise. Yeah. And it's significant that, like, the first talkie. Yeah. Oh yeah, jazz musician. Yeah, the jazz, the jazz mm. singer is a jazz singer. That's it. it it's black. Like the main guy's in blackface mm. the whole way through. Yeah. That that is he's a jazz singer. Yeah, like it's uh, we we you know we've talked about this like millions of times in the yeah. course and stuff. Where it's <laughs> it's so unavoidable that yeah you kind of have to unfortunately take like part of your brain that's mm. in analyzing the film away from those harmful things because yeah. yeah. you can say this you know you can say the same for literally anything apart from <laughs> yeah. white men <laughs> yeah. uh, you know like yeah. i'd say that singing in the rain is mm. kind of okay for its female representation like yes lena yeah. is the dumb blonde archetype yeah. However, I would say that she has agency. She in, has a lot of agency. You yeah. know, go, fishing her contract yeah. out halfway through. Yeah, I mean, it does. It does paint her as very mean spirited and conniving. Mm. Um, and so, I, I'm not sure it's the best for you know showing intelligent women in a good oh, yeah. light. But I, you know, she is still a character who has a an effect on the plot. And also, Kathy is Kathy's fantastic. She has. Uh, one moment that really stood out to me was when she um just before good morning uh mm. which uh was one of the only songs i knew going into it um the moment before that when don is sat on the table contemplating stuff um 
Cosmo is like suggesting other mm-hmm. uh, little jobs that John might be able to. Uh, John, Don, what the fuck am I? T- sorry, <laughs> sorry. sorry. It's my a, it's my a sleepy, brain it's is a sleepy so review. yeah. It's a very sleepy review. Uh, other jobs that Don could potentially perform. Um, Cosmo is coming in with like boom, 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 and Kathy takes over and and has like a back and forth oh, yeah. with with Cosmo on the same level as him and it's it's such a small moment that isn't you know really acknowledged but i think it is indicative of the fact that Kathy is just as competent yeah, as both agency. of the male leads um and is treated as uh, as and is treated as such mm-hmm. um which i think is fantastic yeah definitely um, i yeah. do i do think that people that don't necessarily I'm gonna sound so like up my own arse here but like I feel like people that don't attempt to watch older films especially yeah. old Hollywood glitz and glamour films like this I just think they a lot of people have the perception that every single female character is like a helpless romantic lead yeah and yes yeah. there are examples of that however you've yeah. got the Catherine Hepburns and the Joan Crawfords and the Bette Davises mm. who are some of the strongest actors I've ever seen who have so much agency and it just it kind of frustrates me a little bit that I don't know that you get this kind of like stereotype of like Mm. it's a defenseless dame she can't do anything for herself (laughs) you know what I mean it's like a lot of when a lot of the time the dame's like well don't talk to me like that I don't like men that talk to me like that it's like you know yeah 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 which i really Mm. like in um yeah i yeah i do think that it's interesting looking at which films frame that as flirting Mm -hmm. like as men you know attacking a woman's character Mm -hmm. and them clapping back saying that they don't like it Mm -hmm. is seen as you know a way that people fall in love yeah. And the the woman clapping back and saying that she doesn't like it is seen as her flirting back yeah. basically. I I do think it's very interesting that that kind of um idea was performed in movies a lot and mm-hmm. there was no way really for women to refuse a man's advances mm-hmm. um in a way that wasn't then misconstrued as them flirting back. Yeah, well it reminds me of um like when we learned about Laura Mul- Mulvey, ew, Laura Mulvey mm. um, last semester, um, anti for the uninitiated, uh, key feminist theorist. Yeah, yeah. I'm some some somewhat seen as controversial because I know a lot of people don't necessarily believe in the whole yeah. castration anxiety thing because it goes off of Freud, and I know yeah. he's a controversial figure. Yeah. But one of the archetypes that she brings out in a lot of these like old Hollywood films of female characters yeah. is this: she does not have penis therefore she is other therefore we've got to understand her and like figure her out yes which i feel like a lot of those like catty stereotypes whilst i would say very feminist Mm. in because of that agency like i I bring up screwball comedies all the time but Mm. a lot of those screwball comedies are she's great she's amazing at what she does she always bounces back and always always Mm. has one up over the male protagonist but eventually they probably will fall in love at the end you know, like, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the yeah, resolution yeah. is the man still gets the girl, yes, regardless exactly. of. Mm. Um, and I'd say that this kind of happens a little bit in Singing in the Rain, 
with one of my yeah. favourite lines being, fair not, young woman, I will not molest you. Which <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. just so racy and risky yeah. for that mm. film. I'm like, gee, and like, like, Yeah, and he's actively, <laughs> like, you know, ma- advancing towards her. This isn't a car scene where yeah. he, like, hitches a lift. Yes, yeah. Um, it's, it's really funny. Mm. Um, I mean, it shouldn't be funny, but it is. Mm. Um, but then again, she still has the agency to be like, fuck off. What you yeah. think you're doing. Um, yeah. And it's uh, like, I guess the the bare minimum that he takes that and fucking <laughs> yeah. retreats a bit yeah. um, rather than continuing, um, mm-hmm. which I think is good. Um, it's, depend- yeah. it's definitely dependent on genre when it comes to these yes, representations. Absolutely. So you, you mentioned Casablanca. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, noir is... Mm. I don't really like noir because of its representation of women and mm. how it's a kind of like, it's almost like a kind of taming of the shrew thing yeah, with a lot of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, God, she needs a man to sort her right out, <laughs> you know what I mean? And they yeah. just make me so uncomfortable. Yeah, no, Whereas I think really I do great. genuinely prefer comedies because, like, I mean, I know Singing in the Rain isn't necessarily a comedy, mm. but it is, I'd say a musical comedy. I do Singing in the Rain is a comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, I mean, there's a whole song called "Make Them Laugh." True. I like. I think it is a. You can say it's mm. a comedy. I think that's fine. And mm. yeah, so with these kind of comedy films mm. of the time, then again, kind of nowadays as well, um, unless it's a shit one, um, <laughs> require yeah. its female characters to be just as active in the comedy because yes, otherwise absolutely. the scene's going to halt to a mm. stop. You know, yeah. um, which I appreciate. Yeah. Bit of a tangent, mm. but still. No, I no, I agree. Theme. I agree. Um, yeah. In other news, mm. song, oh, yeah. song. I mean, do you like musicals? Because I got the opinion halfway mm. through when you were like, oh, are they going to sing? I'm like, yes, yes, buddy. <laughs> Haha, you're being very funny. Well done. I, yeah, I can go either way on musicals. Okay. You know, I am never... I never like a musical purely for the music. Mm-hmm. You know, the music can be great and I can still not enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's the stuff surrounding the music... Um, and the songs that, you know, makes it for me, which I, I guess is, you know, me being a, a, a shitty drama nerd no, as opposed to a musical theatre nerd. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, if the songs are funny, fine, whatever. But, um, yeah, what I... I liked this one because there was a lot going on besides the music. Sure. Um, and there was a lot, even in the songs, uh, to enjoy, like... The fact that all of the numbers are intricately choreographed, mm-hmm. uh, tap dance routines and shit yeah. like that, as opposed to, you know, high school musical where you've got 50,000 people in the yeah. same costume banging on pots and pans and <laughs> chucking basketballs yes, around. Yeah. Because it's a you know Disney Channel movie and they're all twelve. I can't wait until we watch High School Musical and yeah. Peter fucking rip it to shreds. <laughs> we haven't necessarily done a film that you haven't liked yet. No, was... I'm I'm looking forward to not liking one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to not liking one. There were things that I, there are things that I don't like about most of the films. Yeah. Um, because I'm just full of hate, I mm. guess. And yeah. my yeah yeah thanks. Um. This uh, singing in the rain did do like the cardinal sin of musicals for me, which is having a uh, a song with no point to it. You know, like again, as someone who doesn't know about musicals, I can't really 
speak for it, I guess. But in my eyes, the way that musicals are justified is by having songs that have a purpose outside of just being a song. So they either, you know, show us a bit more of what a character is feeling uh, Mm -hmm. in more depth, um, or they provide comedy, or they are a vehicle for some kind of impressive set piece or a piece of performance or, I don't know, something like that. Um, And... You're going to hate me for this. You're really going to hate me for this. The song that Phoebe picked out as her favourite... It's not this... I think I know which one you mean. It's my favourite bit. Right. Okay, yeah. it's your favourite bit. The the Moses Supposes... Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's fun, but there's no reason for it to be there. Uh, for just... context, it's... Uh, they're, they're talking to a addiction coach, mm-hmm. was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, about... Well, they're trying to improve Don's uh, addiction, and they just, for no reason at all, go into a musical number yeah. involving, and the dance number involves the diction coach, and it's 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 a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to watch because, again, it's intricately choreographed. Um, the voices are excellent. Uh, and the the joy, the palpable joy on Don and Cosmo's faces, just like, I mean, throughout the film, it fucking sells it. It mm-hmm. makes it really enjoyable to watch because you feel like, regardless of whether or not they actually are, you feel like the people yeah. on screen are having a good time, mm. you know, and it makes you happy, I guess. But there is no reason for that song to be there. It doesn't do anything. Okay. The choreography is very kind of weird, especially with the uh, the diction coach, like, being sat down on the desk, and they put all this shit on him. They put, like, a yeah. lampshade over his head and cover him in curtains, and he just kind of, once they move away from him, he sits there motionless, yeah. waiting for them to finish the song. Mm. Like... I don't know, it was just very, very surreal. Mm. And what I, one of the things I love about movies is when, like, you get lost in them, kind of thing. And I'm very much a person who, if someone were to break into song randomly, I would be taken out of realism and go, that's that's not what real people do. Surely that's just you a know? mark against musicals in general. Though. Well, yeah, but again, it's it's my personal mm. oh, opinion. Yeah, yeah, course, I'm, I'm just not someone that's who engages with... Yeah, it's my opinion! <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's something that I, as a person, uh, don't engage with musicals mm. because of. So, um, But yeah, for the most part, they were really lovely and served a purpose within the narrative you know would they though like I, I'd oh. say you wouldn't you didn't necessarily need to have any of them apart from oh no you don't let's... need to have any of them yeah of course not but um, for example singing in the rain yeah because uh, I would say Don that would is... fit into your idea of why did that need to happen I don't think so like it's over the top, sure, but that's mm. kind of what it is. It's um, first of all, it's the title of the of the movie. I mean, mm-hmm. that could be changed, obviously, if the song wasn't there. But um, you know, it's the kind of crowning moment of the movie. Um, it is Don just having fallen in love mm. with 
um, Kathy and they've just kissed for the first time. Yeah. He's left her at her door. Um, there's all this disgusting weather, but nevertheless, he is feeling happy because everything mm. is going his way. And the song is about him feeling happy. I would say, though, in that rhetoric about, like, it's about a guy having fun, I would say that Cosmo and Don doing Moses is just... It's like schoolboy taking the piss, if anything else, I would say. Like, the whole kind of... They're making fun of this guy doing all of these, like, limericks and rhymings. And, you know, like, you know... You know, Cosmo like doing silly faces behind him. I, yeah. I'd say it's taking the piss out yeah. of this guy. Yeah, I and I, I like, I, I hear you. I see you. I disagree. Um, but, we're having, we're having. Oh, I'm about to tell you why. Okay. Um, I would say that first of all, the taking the piss out of the guy. Um, it like I don't understand why they would then involve him in the thing if they were just. Taking the piss out of it, it, it didn't seem it didn't seem mean spirited enough to make a thing out oh, of. I and say, okay, all right. the at uh, singing in the rain is there's more emotion behind mm. it. It's an encapsulation of what Don is feeling, and it expands upon like it. If someone was in that elated state of just mm. having fallen in love after you know being disillusioned with women because of Lena. Um, mm. being really horrible to him um, it kind of makes more sense for him to break into song um, because it's you know that kind of dizzying feeling of being in love isn't mm. it whereas I have never been taking the piss out of someone and thought damn this could really use a tap number yes you know? but it's a musical yeah well this is the thing This, so this is what I mean by it. I'm aware that musicals are required to have songs mm -hmm. but that shouldn't be the reason why the songs are there I disagree wholeheartedly okay. interesting because interesting. the whole point of a musical is to have both acting bits that yes can be specifically related to what the characters are feeling at the moment for example the song Prince Ali have you seen Aladdin? Yes, I have. Prince Ali yeah. is mm. to introduce Aladdin mm -hmm. as this prince that's going to be, you know, make way for mm. Prince Ali kind of thing. Mm. However, you still get other songs in different musicals that are just there to be songs and numbers. Because yeah. you have to find a way to show off the abilities of its characters. Mm. If you want, like, what are we going to do? Oh, we want a comedic number between Cosmo and Don. We need a big enough set we want them to mm -hmm. dance on chairs at mm -hmm. some point, and I think it would be really funny if we get this guy involved. I, to yeah. me, that makes sense. Yeah, like, absolutely. And this the, it's not like a mark against it at all. It's just a question of style, I think. I think part of the reason that it grated on me slightly is because for the rest, because it's a film, and because the whole thing isn't just done in song, like there are straight scenes as well um, with no song whatsoever. Um, I think the blend of naturalism and surreal musical stuff mm -hmm. is confusing to me at times. So would you... This is just a genuine question. Mm. This isn't like a rebuttal. Uh, no, of course. Did you find... Um, did you find stuff like Beautiful Girls and the Broadway melody sequence to be just as confusing? 
Um, beautiful girls, I think we both found quite confusing. Because that's the, when because, you said, because when you brought yeah. it up, I thought that was the bit mm. you were going to talk about. Yeah, well, I, that very much as well. Mm -hmm. I, I think that and the Broadway melody have the excuse of being, uh, bits of other movies mm -hmm. being filmed that we see. Right. So I think the theatricality there works because they are performing to a camera mm -hmm. rather than just in their everyday life without a camera. Sure. You know? Um, I watched recently Tick, Tick, Boom. Have you seen oh, Tick, Tick, Boom? I haven't seen it yet. No. Yeah, it's, I know um, it. Yeah, it's about uh, Jonathan Larson writing mm -hmm. uh, whatever Rent. he wrote before Rent. Mm -hmm. um, and oh, before Rent. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's I, I don't know, it's called like Superbia. Mm -hmm. or something like that um, and yeah it's there's one scene in particular that has sprung to mind where Stephen Sondheim uh, not to spoil the movie Stephen Sondheim comes to see his like demo of the musical and he comes up to Jonathan afterwards and says you know you're missing a song for this character mm -hmm. in, uh, I think it's the female lead in the second half because it's you know the emotional climax for her she needs to tell mm -hmm. the male lead to snap out of it yeah um <clears throat> and that's kind of the philosophy that i have when i'm watching musicals is that each song kind of needs to have a narrative purpose in mm -hmm. in my mind yeah. that's not to say that they they can't not have narrative purposes um but you know for a lot of them they are specific moments that are significant and thus deserve mm -hmm. a musical number to mark them out from the rest of the moments. Sure. You know? Um, and, yeah, that's why the Moses Supposes thing felt out of place because it was sandwiched between a couple of other, like, interesting moments. Didn't mm. really feel like it was yeah. big enough to necessitate having a song. Would it not still be part of the narrative because... It comes directly after them realizing that they are going to do this talkie, so need to get their diction up. I would yes, understand if it was literally yeah. Don and yeah, Don guess. and Cosmo walk into a room and just decide to yeah. dance. That so that's what it felt like to me. Okay, that is what it felt like to me. I think maybe I had zoned out by that point then, and mm. I kind of missed some of the setup. I don't know, um, but yeah, and that's not to say that any musical that has slightly unnecessary songs is a mm -hmm. bad musical. It's just what, to me, differentiates yeah. a good musical from a great musical, mm -hmm. you know, is where it uses the music for a purpose other right. than to... Well, to, it's like what we were saying in the first half about um, Greater Showman using music just to sell tickets, mm -hmm. you know. it's that's not, I'm not saying that's what yeah, Singing yeah. in the Rain does, but... Um, you know, a lot of the songs in that are done just to be big numbers, like mm -hmm. you were saying. Um, so when they have a purpose narratively within the uh, world of the musical, mm -hmm. I think I think that's pretty cool. Interesting. You know? Yeah. I mean, I wholeheartedly disagree, but <laughs> fair enough. I think that's the one of the first times on the podcast we've actually. I mean. Yeah, like had a had a debate about something. I think it's difficult for me to mm. one. I'm shattered, and you're more <laughs> articulate than me, so I know that no. you're eight, you're no, easy. Not at all. No, genuinely, like no. it's something that I struggle with when I do have like <coughs> semi semi debates with people. Mm. Is that my brain doesn't speed up enough, so I yeah, end up going I like I'm an R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
in my head, I have a more eloquent <laughs> uh, response. We can come back to it. But, oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's difficult. I was always going to be on the offence. And I did find mm. when you were watching it that I didn't. I was like, oh, I don't think Freddie actually likes musicals that much. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. It's one of my favourite films. No, and this is the thing. I fucking adore this movie. Mm-hmm. It is so sweet and so enjoyable. And as I say, like, even when, you know, the the songs may not have been like telegraphed as oh it's a climactic moment here comes mm-hmm, a song mm-hmm. I actually kind of quite like that about it mm. where it like you know it doesn't need a reason yeah to have it I know that kind of contradicted everything that I yeah. just said but I think actually it's it's quite a nice thing that and also is what I was saying about them um, looking joyful the mm. whole time like regardless of whether or not the song serves a specific purpose Mm -hmm. you are still enjoying watching a song because they're fucking fantastic they're beautifully done i would love to watch another one of like specifically Mm. the 50s musicals with you yeah because i would say a lot of them have like nonsensical song Mm. and dance numbers yes and i'd be interested to see like yeah how they compare so i'm i couldn't think Mm. i suppose like american in paris which is Mm. another gene kelly one made when he was a lot younger Mm. um is I think the thing that you've got to think about with the Gene Kelly musical specifically is that Gene Kelly is a dancer first and foremost, and then a singer really? second. Technically, yes. Oh, so okay. I thought he was really good. He's oh no, he's amazing. Like he, oh, can, right, he okay. does all of it. But his the thing that people think about when they think of Gene Kelly right, is his amazing dancing. Yeah. Mm. Um, American in Paris has a whole scene, even though it's a musical. It has this whole big number. It's about fifteen minutes. Yeah of no singing at all, mm. no talking. It's just a kind of almost like a ballet performance yeah, um, yeah. that gets into this kind of weird dreamscape such as mm. the Broadway melody sequence in this one. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested to see what you think about that yeah. because it's the big climactic point of the movie, essentially. However, yeah. it's all done in this kind of... The, the character, Gene Kelly's character in American Paris is a painter. Right, um, okay. and it's he kind of like almost jumps into well, mm. it doesn't actually, but like the pe- the staging and stuff is all kind of hand drawn. So you'd see a oh, fountain, yeah. but it's like done in like yeah. paint strokes and oh, stuff like that. Yeah. But it would be really interesting because mm. I think a lot of those fifties musicals, mm. it's almost like they have a song quota. So <laughs> what's <laughs> yes, yes, what, yes, that's yeah. exactly it. What's really interesting yeah. is talking about songs and purpose. Mm. The title song, "Singing in the Rain." Mm was I said before in the first part was a song before mm. that's the song that stood out to everyone mm. at the time Gene Kelly didn't want that to be the big number like the really? biggest song his baby was Broadway Melody and yeah, he wanted yeah. everyone to so he gets really he gets I've seen a few interviews with him later on in life he's dead now but mm. I, th- I think I'm assuming he is um, when he's a bit older yeah. and someone's been like so let's talk about singing in the rain you know ev- you know, everyone knows that everyone's favourite one the, the best song in that yeah. one was and he goes Broadway Melody right and they go no oh. singing in the rain he's like oh singing in the rain yeah and do you know <laughs> I think if they had changed the title to Broadway Melody mm-hmm. that would be completely different exactly you know um, it's it, yeah it's wild that um, were all of those songs they weren't all songs before, were they? So, to my knowledge, Singing in the Rain was a song before, mm. and uh, I think Good Morning was a yes, song before. Yes, probably. And um, <clears throat> potentially, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but um, All I Do the Whole Day Through is Dream of You. 
like all I do the whole day. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That mm. one, I'm pretty sure, was yeah, a Flapper Girl yeah. song um, on mm. the stage route anyway. Interesting. Um, so hence why Gene Kelly was, Gene Kelly choreographed, wrote, and do, did the like um, instrumentation for the Broadway Melody number. Because right, okay. it was a way to show off his dancing abilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hence, which is really fascinating, hence why you don't see Kathy's character at all in it. Mm. Because Debbie Reynolds, which you'd be surprised of, like, mm. he's interacting with a woman that he probably has a bit more chemistry with, I yeah, would say. Yeah, kind of, a little bit. Yeah, like, the person that he's dancing with is Sid Charisse, who mm. is this known um, dancer, first and foremost. And mm. she does a few acting roles. Um, I'm. I can't remember what she's been in, but like, I find it fascinating that he was like, "No, I don't want, I don't want Debbie Reynolds." Yeah, he didn't like yeah. her apparently. Oh really? Mm-mm, he's not like her. <coughs> Interesting. Any particular reason why? Well, I think he wanted Ginger Rogers, um, who okay. does a lot of stuff with um, Fred Astaire. Okay. So do you know you've probably seen it like parodies and films? It's mm. this big black and white number with a guy in a top hat. And this woman in like a big white flowy dress, and they do like a dancing number with each other. Have you seen that? Uh, yes, I mm-hmm. think so. Yeah. So that's yeah, yeah. Fred Astaire and uh, Ginger Rogers. Right. They were like a. Me- this is the thing. It's I was talking about it in the screening, mm. with these kind of older Hollywood films, actors are known for doing specific things and specific things right. only. Yes. So Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers did like six or seven mm. movies together. Yeah. where they're different characters each time, but they're always in the same movie together. They'll always <laughs> fall in love and they'll always be their dance partners. Damn. Like that That's their assigned role in the Hollywood system, yeah. if that makes any sense. That's, it, it's so weird. It's mm-hmm. so weird thinking about that because like there are things... I, do, does that still happen? Well, really? I mean, you get like, like comedy actors. Yeah, and like but, typecast people. Yeah. Like Michael Sarah always plays... A beta. Exactly. Um, and Seth Rogen always goes, or whatever his laugh always plays an insult. Yeah. As we've just found out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In Batman. For anybody for anybody who doesn't recognise the name Paul Dano, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's... it's That's funny. Because you were saying that Sid Charisse, was it? Yeah, She... What was it? She wasn't she didn't ever have like a speaking role not because, for many of her films no. no she does she does have them in a few like she is like an actual like actor in some of her films right but of course especially with gene kelly he's danced with her before she's like this person that is separate from the romantic lead that he'll bring in yeah. to a scene because he knows that she's a great dancer and they right, dance really yeah. well together mm. so it's like yeah, 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 Debbie Reynolds, you can just wait over there for a sec, because bless you, you're only 19, you can't really dance very well. Yeah, she was 19. 19, man. That yeah. is insane That's to me. That's one of the reasons Gene Kelly didn't like her, because he thought she was too oh, young. Really? He was like, huh. he was like, I don't think she has the experience yet. Yeah. And also was like a little bit, I think from an interview he was like, he was a little bit weirded out because he was in his 30s. And yeah. he was like, I'd prefer like <clears throat> someone like Ginger Rogers, because yeah. she'd be a bit more my age. If anything, he was mm. he was saying in one interview. I mean, that's, like, that's I mean better than the alternative. Yeah. Him like thinking that's a good thing. Yeah, but um, mainly because he was wanting a good dancer for his yes, his magnum that's, opus. That's fair, I think. Um, she she holds up, yeah. holds up. 
but a lot of the time she is like led around the stage right whilst yeah. Cosmo and Don like dance around her yeah which I find yeah quite and like in Good Morning for example they yeah. both have an arm on her and are mm-hmm. kind of like carrying her yeah. through or like she stands on really a chair funny. as they tap yeah. dance on the floor and she's just like yes <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna sway my arms yeah. from side to side um, yeah god what was I saying yeah the, the, the three of them have really good chemistry all together so I think mm-hmm. like Good Morning in particular was a really fucking sweet one um, and again, it's the mark of a. I think you can't tell in many movies where actors don't like each other. Definitely, you can't tell at all. No. Um, Apart from like The Shining. <laughs> yes, but then I think they hated the entire, like, Fair. like setup and process of it as yeah. well. Um, yeah, no, it was just a really lovely film. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I do um, another little yeah. tidbit of trivia um, while I'm here. Mm. The singing in the rain sequence, Gene Kelly was really, really ill. He had like a really? massive fucking temperature. Oh and my was god! Doing that scene, so all the way through, he's like smiling through this like pain as he's oh, dancing with getting the water Jesus. and the milk. Oh milk. yeah, that's another yeah, yeah. That I that is insane to me that they mm-hmm. use watered down milk yeah. as the rain. Yeah, man, it's weird as fuck. That's so strange because like it doesn't look like that at Mm-mm. all on film, but I guess that's kind of the point. I mean, I guess, like, water just wouldn't have come up in Technicolor, yeah. maybe. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. It's just a really fun tidbit yeah. from it. They used milk. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. It's fucking they wild. Must, that rain must have tasted fucking awful. And I feel like I want to say that he did it in one take, but I might be wrong. Like, they did it in, like, one... Uh, uh, sorry, Gene Kelly did the Singing in the Rain number in, like, one thing. And they were like, yeah, that's good enough. Let's yeah. go home, boys. Well, I mean, there are cuts in there. Like, oh, no, I mean, like, ones, but... one uh, one round of filming. Oh, right, day, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd fucking hope so if he had mm. a temperature. Jesus. But, yeah, I mean, it was Committed. his baby. He was, like, yeah. he wanted it. He co-directed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and was just very passionate yeah. about it. And it's so lovely that you can tell. Mm-hmm. It's so lovely that you can tell. Because, like, there is, not just on the actors faces but like throughout there is such a massive amount of joy mm-hmm. that's like and I think that's that's partially what the kind of technicolor vibe is yeah. it's like what you were saying earlier but yeah it's a really really feel good film I love and it and I it's it's a it's so nice mm-hmm. it's so lovely I'm glad yeah. you finally watched that yeah <laughs> finally yeah it took us long enough um <laughs> I know finally I back. I will Despise High School Musical if we ever get round to that. We will get round to it. Okay, good. I feel like oh, great. we'll have a lot Lucky of people me. coming yeah. to see it. Oh, as well. absolutely, yeah. I feel like we could make um, a thing of it where we do like all three in yeah. one go. Oh, God, can you maybe imagine? like outside of uni hours yes, <laughs> at mine. Jeez. I think it'd fun. be great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really mm. can't wait for a film that you hate. And I, call, I also yes. want to do a film that I hate because I've, I do enjoy really? all okay. of the films we've done so far. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Because we haven't... Yeah, you were saying we actually haven't done a female director yet. No, we haven't. Which is a little bit... I mean, we, we um, are still considering Lady Bird. Oh, my gosh, no, our, our film next week, not to date this, mm. but our film next week is a female director. We won't say what, because... Yeah, well, it, it might be. It might, it might be, be, depending on when these come out, mm-hmm. um, on, like, what order we uh, put them out in. I think it the next may thing be a few, we film... But definitely... In the in the coming yeah. episodes, we've got female directors lined up. Um, yeah, it, it feels good to be back. It does really feels feel fucking good to, good to be back. I think that's a nice. And would you consider yeah. it to be a classic? 
You know, I think I probably would. Oh, I think brilliant. I probably would. I would have um, murdered you. Yeah. I would have grabbed my like <laughs> my Chili's metal water bottle <laughs> and clubbed you. <laughs> clubbed me to death with Literally. it. Literally. And ran out the casket. Yeah. Like he's um, sleeping, don't disturb. Yeah, I think the only thing left to do is um, we didn't actually say it earlier, but go Jelka from the movie. Jelka. Did we not do it? Earlier? We didn't do it earlier. Oh. We we mentioned it, and we didn't do it. And then my brain just um, dies. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. Doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I, I'm very excited. We have got some good movies lined up. Yes, I'm excited. excited. There are a few on here that I don't actually like, which I'm very excited for. Yes, it's going to be so good. Mm-hmm. This is going to be yeah. Our first season was like the oh we're doing a podcast. This one is like. Let's actually fucking discuss <laughs> some movies and why they're shit. It's because it's you know? I, something about year two, semester two really <laughs> takes it out of a person. I've, literally everyone that I've yeah, talked man. to, sorry, I know that I'm prolonging the ending of this, but oh, no, go ahead. everyone that I've talked to yeah. has like terrible attendance yeah. as really struggling yeah, with it. Yeah, what, yeah. something about this semester. Mm. I think it's, it's burnout, man. It's it burnout. really is burnout. Because we're not used to being in person. No. Having That's lectures wild. in person is yeah. rough. That's crazy. <laughs> Like I've got dear. I've got 9am's oh, and I no, have to learn haven't. about yeah I've Surely got a 9am for uh, post Thatcher British Theatre which is which fascinating is also, but also incredibly depressing really I've depressing yeah. a lot of the time it's like ah yes migrants dying and mm. single mothers in poverty and Classic it's just kind British of like theater. oh god it's 9am yeah. on Thursday yeah well I that's mean, British culture I suppose being miserable about everything ever it really is um, so it's good that we have movies and it's like good, singing in the rain exactly and it's good that we have us two to talk about them <laughs> probably two of the most pessimistic people yeah, I've yeah. ever met in my life yeah yeah yeah, I, I have no I have no quip for that. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. No, I, I genuinely <laughs> think that's true. we what yeah. I find fascinating about the two of us is mm. that we both have the most um what's the word? The most expressive yet monotone voices I've ever heard of two people. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like it's um, like one line that just goes like it's like I, an animal I, crossing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a peanuts <laughs> adult, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. And then I have my laugh that goes up like five yeah. octaves. And then my laugh, my laugh yeah. is always just like. <laughs> I hate my laugh. I, I apologise. I sound like a dying seal. Oh no. I'd really do. Like an alive seal. <laughs> See. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I think we've hit that point, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I think it might be time to end. I'm going a bit cuckoo. A little bit cuckoo. Mm. Um, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, cannot wait to. Uh, mm-hmm watch some more movies mm-hmm. with you guys and it's all I can say is do you like Hugh Lewis in the news? <laughs> don't tell him don't tell him see you next week guys bye, bye.